There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, what's up? Hey. Happy day after Turkey Day. So what is that, Turkey Boxing Day? Every, th- every time there's like the day after a holiday, you always call it blah, 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 Boxing Day? Yeah, and every time it's a day before a holiday, it's an eve. Okay. Yeah, Dur. I guess that makes sense. Hey, the people in Canada will be well aware, because we have a lot of listeners in Canada. And you they're, don't say. They're well aware of the Boxing Day stuff. We're not so familiar with it over in the States, Are... but you're very familiar with it, apparently. Yeah, I was born on Christmas. I know all about the holidays that go on. At and around things. Okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> hey, so, it's, it's almost your birthday season, I guess, right? It is almost my birthday yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hi. Hi. And let's chat about Oak Island. Oh man, what a week. It's been a it's been a fun week. I, I just I loved Jack's enthusiasm at the end of the oh, episode. He's man. just like, ah, let's go dig. I'll dig with my bare hands. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's cut up some earth. Like, <laughs> it was pretty great. So uh, how did we get to the end, though? How did we get to that point where Jack was like, there has been, ah! There's been a journey before Jack Attack entered. Well, I mean, Jack was like MIA again. Like, Jack, where you at, bud? I know. But he's ba- he was back at the end. Whew. And I think he's going to be... That's I, a I really, whole nother ball game. I really hope he's, like, back back. Jack back, back, backity back, back, Jack, Jack. Jack, Jack, back, back, yeah. I think he's found for good. I hope. So, what, what, where do we start? Man, I don't know. Well, they did the sonic drilling. Yes. And they did... they Okay, so the Choice Sonic Drilling Company set up shop basically, uh, what was it, 10 feet behind or further inland to the north and east? Is that what they said? Uh, they're going to try to drill again, try to find a flood tunnel. Oh, yes, yes, up at the north beach. Yeah, and so they drill and they find something at like 51 feet, mm-hmm. some wood. Could it be? It was. It was some wood. Yes. And you know what's funny? Like, everybody gets disappointed about wood sometimes, but this is, like, something they want to this see. This is, like, a time we actually want to find they want the wood. wood. Uh, <laughs> Terry was making, like, a wood sandwich. He was making a wood sandwich. <laughs> he was like pulling them up. I, I yeah. thought, wood sandwich. Yeah, it was. And that was super cool, intriguing. Mm-hmm. And they were very enthused. They're like, oh, yes, we're on the right path. We're mm-hmm. on the trail. We're going to find this flood tunnel. Yes. And so what'd they do? Like, I think they got Rick over. Who else came over? Rick, Dan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan Hensky, yeah. Yeah, it was Dan Hensky. Everybody was super on their safety vests this mm-hmm. week. Good. And Good for them. wearing their helmets. Except, Was it this scene that Rick wasn't wearing his helmet? Well, you know, he's got to keep that luscious hair flowing. He does, but it feels like everybody else was very safety first, and then he was like, I'm a rebel. Yeah, he's a rebel. And you know what? He gets to call the shots, so. Eh. He does. You he, know, he's a shot caller, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a baller shot caller. What's the rest of that? How's 20 inch blades on my Impala. Impala. Okay. So people trick out Impalas? Like, why? Because they need tricks. Okay. Whatevs. It's always Halloween for the Impalas. 
Okay. Kind of like Lady Gaga. Like, trick my ride, yo. No, every, she's got all kinds of sweet clothes. Yeah, but every day is Halloween for her, like, for, like real. You ever no. hear that Weird Al song? I perform this I, way, every day is Halloween. Yeah. I try not to think about Weird Al. I know. Thanks, though. It's sad. You're anyway, sad. they found the wood. They're excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then they set up the sonic drilling again mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, they're trying to find uh, the direction it's going toward the money pit. Yes. And they drill again. And nothing, nothing, nothing. Big old nothing sandwich. Yeah, but... Like a clay sandwich. I like how Robert Clotworthy kind of narrated. He's like, well, you know, they may have just missed the angle just a little bit. I don't remember the exact words. Yeah. But he was basically saying what we said on Expedition Unknown. Miss it by an inch. You're off by a mile. Or off by an inch, off by a mile. That's right. We say that a lot. Yeah, well, it's true. When you're looking at stuff underground, if you're off just by a little tiny itty bitty bit... Guess what? You're off you're by done. a mile. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to find what you're looking for. <laughs> no. Nope. If it's underground, it's just so difficult. So literally they showed where the uh, drill went down and mm-hmm. got the wood. And then they, sh- they had like a graphic where they showed the drill going mm-hmm. down, just missing what could be the wood. What like could What be. could be the continuation yes. of the tunnel. And so it was just funny because we have experience in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we needed some... Um... What do I want to say? We just need sonic drilling for the... No, we don't. Not for the treasure. Not for the treasure we're looking for. We'll just pulverize it. Yeah, I mean, it's probably already pulverized by now. I think we need to do some, like, uh, blowing up the ground to... Oh, some uh, seismic testing? Yes, seismic. I'm sure that'll... For three feet deep? Yeah, that's a good... I'm sure that'll give us all the answers we want. (laughs) Sure. Or not. Probably not. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Yeah, I, I they were talking, or one of the funny things I saw, or I was listening closely mm-hmm. about what Rick said, because he's talking to Terry when Terry was examining the wood, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, uh, I'm not sure. You tell me how to feel. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that's true. Because he was like, Terry was explaining like how he was feeling, but and then he said, what do you think of it? And he's like, you tell me. Yeah, I don't know. How should I feel? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was just a funny thing to me. And oh, there's yeah. virgin ground above and below the wood. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Does that mean it's depositor or searcher, though? That's always the catch-22. Yeah. Well, and then is it later that we go back to North Beach, or is it in the same? I think, yeah, I think it's it's they go back to it to do the second hole that they missed by an inch, you know? Well, where Theoretically. Peter and Alex show up, right? Yeah. And they bring over the choice sausage <laughs> of sorts. Yep, and that's where they didn't find it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really, it almost felt like a very fatherly moment from Terry. Like, he wanted to coach and teach them, like young Padawans. <laughs> Here, we open. We open thy sausage. We open thy sausage. Yeah. And there is clay. <laughs> and just muck. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was showing them where all the different like footage and such was. He was like, "I am very tired. Please, please, my young apprentice. Yes, take. It felt very apprentice like that. Take thy box cutter and slice open the sausage, <laughs> and show <laughs> show us what is inside or whatever. Sure. Okay, I think you just wrote the entire like back of Terry's trading card. Yeah, thy. Well, There's a lot of thy. You think there'll be a lot of thy in Terry's trading card? Yeah, possibly. Maybe. Stay tuned. We're going to talk more about trading cards later. Um, <laughs> but yeah. wait, there's more. There's more. No. Uh, yeah, then, you know, that, that was just uh, that was a fun little sequence. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of information. And then I guess we'll come back 
or yeah, we might as well talk about the wood right now. What the the findings? Uh-huh. So what were the findings? That it was wood. <laughs> it was wood. We had some small get... chunks of wood, and then we had Craig at the war room that mm-hmm. had sent it off. Send it off. Who <laughs> had He's... sent it off for mm-hmm. the C fourteen um, testing? Yes. And huh. I took a picture of the screen. Let's see. Um, you took a picture of our TV. No, of the screen. Oh, there the oh, results. Oh, yeah. Because they actually showed the results of like you know like mm-hmm. the carbon testing. Yeah. And so what they showed on screen or what they said was 1735 to 1784 dating. Mm-hmm. Right, but if uh, I mean I can post this into our Facebook group. This mm-hmm page but when i'm looking at it it's not very definitive like the results no so what happens with uh this type of testing is what you'll see is with the probability so the wider range they give you so if they give you a 300 year range it's going to be a higher probability than say a 30 year range just because carbon dating isn't super exact i guess is really the best way to put it which is why they usually try to compare it with uh, tree rings Mm -hmm. if you're using that well the this carbon dating has two different sets of like data yeah here and one of them says uh, this is a 68.2 probability Mm-hmm. and then it breaks it down further to these timelines where it could have been you know, from that timeline. Mm-hmm. And so it says 35.4% is 1735 to 1784. That's the number they gave us on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, they gave all these numbers on the show. That's the one that they discussed. Mm-hmm. And so then the next one says 14.1% is likely from 1930 to 1950. So that's like way more recent. Mm-hmm. But it's 14%. So, I mean, that's hard to like... In my brain, like, you know, that's over 200. That's like 200 years difference. It's hard to reconcile that in my brain. Like, how can they, how can they think it? I mean, 14% for that compared to 35%. I mean, it's a lot more likely it's older. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're leaving open a possibility that's a lot younger. Well, that's just it. Be, the, there's not the backlog for, like, carbon dating Mm -hmm. and what they have to compare it to versus with the dent was it dendrochronology dendrochronology that one (laughs) is much more they have better data to compare it to it was only in the 50s that this really you saw this happening actually even when you get your testing back everything is it's weird when you read results, it's compared to present day mm-hmm. and present day is, was it it's PD. So it's so many years, you know, post or pre Okay. 1950. So mm. 1950 is year zero. Mm. And that is just based off of those little bit of data that one guy had happened to collect and pull from different resources good guy and then they find out it's not as that super accurate because Mm. just like with the the tree rings based off of what was happening whatever year your carbon's gonna speed up and slow down and 
hmm. depending on how old it is. Well, I hope you're right and you're teaching me something right now. I am teaching you something. Thank you. I, I did a lot that. of studying. Wow. Now, I'm, disclaimer, I'm, I'm no scientist. Are you sure? Yes. But Are that's you why one? usually they want to combine with another science that does a similar type of testing. That's why Marty in particular, at least my thought would be why he wants to test it against a set of tree rings if they can get a good enough Did they sample. say they were going to do that too? Hmm? Did they say they were going to try to do the dendrochronology on it too? I missed that part if they said that. Yeah, Marty had said that it makes sense to go ahead and do the C14 testing, which is what we saw come back. Yeah. But then if we can get a big enough sample to also do the uh, tree ring dating. The hard thing with carbon dating is you actually do have to destroy a piece of it. So why would people give up their backlogs of something uh, like in the 1950s, you had to essentially burn your whole sample in order to test it. And mm. then people didn't hang on to it and then it's gone. And Chuck it. if you find a skull in your backyard instead of testing, people are like, I'd rather keep the skull than have you burn it and let's just maybe see how old Dang, it is. Dang, if I saw found a skull in my backyard, I'd like, say, get it away from me. Like, get it as far I'd away from I'd be calling possible. the police. Okay. But, Jeez. you know. I don't know. You sound like a... you want to keep it. Is that going to be your new pet? <laughs> it's not going to be my You're, new you pet. You call me the creeper sometimes. That's creepy. It like, is stop. creepy. You're right. Ugh. I... I... <laughs> I was coming from more of like a mummy standpoint or something. Okay. <laughs> but I guess I shouldn't have taken yeah, skull. You're just, you know, you're going you're going on and on here and all in here and it's creeper, creeper. Wow. I want a skull. You know. Ew. So we had leather book binding. We did. That is if it was genuine leather, that can also be carbon dated. Something tells me they probably discussed it. And they prob if they were able to do it, they bet they did it. And they're I don't know. holding that information till later, or they just haven't. You know, it's not worth talking about. I just remember the giant piece of leather right now. Hmm. That's hmm. all I got. I don't know. Okay, so I'll stop on my really weird carbon dating tangent yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, That's really I was going to keep talking about some more carbon dating stuff, but I think I think we're good now. You think I killed it for you? Well, I think you, like, covered it. <laughs> I don't know about killed it. <laughs> I covered the carbon. Yeah, because there's this, this is whole other data set here that says 95.4% probability. So that sounds a lot more. Yeah, sorry. I totally just steamrolled you and your results. Yeah, well, there. I just don't know what, what's the difference between these two. Mm -hmm. I don't know because then it gives you specific, like, eras. Mm -hmm. And the first one says 1725 to 1814. Which is a broader uh -huh. uh, scope uh -huh. than what they told us on the show, but it says it's fifty three point four percent likely from that era, uh -huh. and that's over half over half, right? So uh -huh. that's like pretty good. Yeah, seems pretty likely. So I don't know, but that 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 range goes beyond the discovery of the money pit. So yeah, I, don't know. I mean they're trying to narrow it down yeah. to a smaller. I mean, while three hundred years. Or 500 or whatever, you know, the span is. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a lot. Mm -hmm. But, of course, your likelihood that it falls within that time frame is going to be greater than a smaller time frame. If I draw a bigger circle, it's more likely to include whatever I lost within the circle than a smaller one. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's I mean, I it's just 
interesting data, and we'll see what they we'll see what comes of it. So when I just when uh, Craig is reading off the results, he's got his his uh like little cue cards or whatever he's holding. Cue cards. I, I don't know what I want to call his them. Data sheets. Well, they look smaller. Okay. Like they, anyways. He was reading off of them, and the way he was delivering it, he was like, "And the results say that <laughs> blah blah blah, blah 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 blah." You think he's just? And reading then everybody's it? like, <gasps> "You think he's just reading a script?" No, oh, I'm okay. saying it felt very much like a Mari moment, like a oh, like like a Mori. You are not. The you fa- are not the father. <laughs> okay. And the- <laughs> Mori. Mori. Provich or yes. whatever. Okay. I, I don't know his I, last name. I've seen the show when I was a kid. I don't know. But I, I, I'm surprised he's still doing it. Sorry, Mori. I, I, I didn't know either. <laughs> Is it still a thing? Wow. Oh, I just, when he got done reading it off of his cards, I was just like, I actually laughed out loud while watching the show. Because you expect you expect him to say that someone was I, the father. Of I thought he was going to be like, "You are not the father." That wood had a child. That log had a child. <laughs> Thanks, Yoda. <laughs> so is the uh, the vlog or that piece of okay? So like, that log. <laughs> have you guys ever okay? Go and type into YouTube right now. Uh, right now, just pause what, is, what is it called? Uh, Stop at seagulls. I yes. think it's called Stop at Seagulls. And it's a, a bad lip reading Horrible. version of something with Star Wars. It's just hilarious. Yes. It is so freaking funny. Like And it says this like log, literally the like they're they're dubbing the, the lips of Yoda. Mm-hmm. And he says, because it's like this whole it's like a it's like a, an original song. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. And it is really funny. Yeah, and there at one point, like he says, I turned that log over, and there was a little baby log there. And I was like, that log had a child or something. I don't know. It just, <laughs> and now it's we're talking funny. about logs. Yes. It's just funny. I don't know. I, I, I probably got it wrong, too. But it was pretty funny, and I recommend watching it. Okay. Go so on. now that you guys have seen that and come back to us. See, she had a tangent about, like, this carbon dated. I have a tangent about <laughs> flipping Yoda, okay? <laughs> Yoda and bad lip reading. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's really funny. All right. Go on. What am I going on with? I think I'm done okay, talking about. About whatever I went on a tangent about. Next. Next. <laughs> well, let's see next. All right. So we have War Room Meeting mm-hmm. with the Paul as the lead. That's what I'm reading Lots here. of Paul this episode. Yeah. Well, Paul's Paul's all about getting that stuff. The, that stuff? The, There's a lot of stuff on hey, the he's island. He's kind of taking charge of the sonic drilling at mm-hmm. that North Beach. He is. There's, I would say. Is it called North Beach? Yeah. Upper okay. Beach. Upper Beach. My bad. My bad. Up north, same Up thing. Up north, yeah. you know, if you're using a... Eh. Well, actually, if you're using a compass, it's actually going to point north. So, <laughs> if you, Up. Yes, up. Gotcha. Upper beach. Upper but beach. But Paul, I would say this season has had more talking than he has Kinda at like all Alex. last... Like Alex? Mm-hmm. Like Peter? Peter Frenetti. Like, he's had like three lines this time. I mean, he's getting a lot of screen time. He is. Him and Alex, I feel like, are starting to be... A duo. You know, they're, they're the new Rick and Marty. Make Rick and Marty Jr. Sure. <laughs> nah. nah. No, but Alex has done a really great job. Paul's done a great job. Peter's done a great job. But yeah, lots of Paul. Yeah. Hey, Showing his like knowledge chops. Paul's a smart guy. You he is tell. a smart guy. He, he knows a lot about Oak Island. Mm-hmm. And he knows about a lot about these proceed like these... Um, 
you know, like he's the one that took the lead on the chemical analysis of the dyed water last season too. You know, like oh, I think he right. knows a lot of these little offshoot technologies that can help pinpoint dates and stuff. Apollo. I don't really know that he knows that. I'm just assuming. Maybe but we should I bet he does. ask him. I would love to talk to Paul. Sometime. I would love to talk to Paul. Paul, come talk to us. Call I me. would like to know, <laughs> have your people call my people? <laughs> I, I'm my people. Oh, man, I was going to say, I'm your person. <laughs> no, I'm my people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so call me, and then let's record the call, and we'll share it with everybody. It'll be a good time. Yeah. So, <laughs> Gary said that the look, the wood looks similar to the wood from the slipway. That's true. Which would be the same era. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're kind of talking about because the slipway dated to what, eight or 1769, is that right? So it was like 25 years before the discovery of the money pit. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. so I'm wondering if they've compared that data to what they had. I'm sure they have by now. You would sure hope so. I don't know, you know, they didn't show it on the show, but maybe, maybe next week, maybe the week after. Mm-hmm. Maybe never. Maybe never. Maybe, maybe we will never know. Don't know. That kind of crushes my heart. Yeah. And then... Steve plotted all the finds Love like on a that. map, like from the upper beach mm-hmm. back toward the water. So he's like, "Hey, this line basically goes from these, from this hole where we had, you know, drilled and found that wood mm-hmm. through Billy's Wall. Billy's Wall. Billy's Wall got a shout out. Like, come on, they're not changing the name of that. No, I'm just saying it's that you know that random wall in the middle of the no. Smith's Cove." No, it's Billy's Billy, wall. Billy's wall. Yeah. I mean, and that's just how it'll be forever known. Yeah, of course. And he has a seat at the round table. <laughs> the round table? The oval table. Is it oval? It is, actually. It's like very oblong. It looks like a very long like folding table that doesn't fold. Like, it's just like a rectangle. It's not a rectangle. You want to bet? Not, bet. not the second, yeah, but right. I'm sure I'm right you're it's long. You're definitely not right. Okay. It's a long oblong table. I've been at enough office tables to remember what they look like. Okay, good for you. All right. <laughs> so it's just fun that that goes straight through Billy's wall. Mm-hmm. Goes all the way to the U-shaped structure. Yeah. And if you continue it, it would get it would crash right into the coffer dam that was definitely not there at the time. And. Ha-ha, right ha-ha. to the money pit. Well, if you go the opposite way, mm-hmm. it would cut through the corner of the money pit. But it looked like it was like a southern corner, like where they drilled C1. I thought it said C10. I don't know. On the map. Was there a C10? I know the C1 because that's Charles 1. I know. I'm wondering if there think... was a Charles 10 we didn't know about. <laughs> I don't think Charles Maybe got it's a 10 planned exploratory one. boreholes. Well, C doesn't have to stand for Charles. It C- could stand for <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> who's also Charles, you know Robert Clotworthy. Mm-hmm. What about him? He was in the new Charlie's Angels. He was. He was the voice of Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. So what if Robert has found the treasure? Maybe it's Clotworthy. No, because Robert. It's Clotworthy ten. Because I was tweeting with Robert, you know, because I'm kind of a oh big yeah, because right? you're best friends i was tweeting a little bit back and forth with robert somebody else had asked about like in our tweet conversation because you know this is open twitter right yeah no it's closed twitter no. and somebody was like uh or okay oh we were talking about history con yes and history con is coming up in 
April yes. in Pasadena, California, and there isn't an Oak Island presence right now that like, we know listed. of. There's nothing there, and. I was asking Robert mm-hmm. if he was going to appear at HistoryCon, mm-hmm. and he was saying like he wanted, he would love for, to, for some of the cast mm-hmm. to show up at HistoryCon so he could finally meet them because he's never met them. That's just mind blowing so, to me after seven seasons. Yeah, well, you just told me, or you just asked me if Robert Clotworthy found the treasure. Well, it'd be hard to if he's never met the guys. Was he just this... going there and digging in the middle of the night with his like spoon by himself? First off, maybe. Charles and Clotworthy are working together. Charles and Clotworthy. Okay. Okay. Sure. So yep. double C. Yep. And then we got the Mason stuff. I don't know that Robert Clotworthy is a Mason, but maybe he's a secret Mason. I don't know. Right? That seems very Mason-y. Yeah. Secret, but secret. Mm-hmm. maybe he just signed an NDA and he can't tell us he knows the guys. Because he found the treasure. Could it be? Could it? <laughs> Could it? Yeah, that didn't even that didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. I definitely okay. dropped the ball there. Yeah, that, we're used to it. Okay. Oh, shut your <laughs> just mouth! Just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, but right. that map is epic, Steve's. He, I'm glad he's part of the team. Oh, Steve yeah. Guptill seems awesome and mm-hmm. seems like really smart. And I'm thinking he lends a lot of credibility to him. Like they're already credible in my book. Like, well, but, duh. I know, but he just he like. He enhances their credibility. He can pull all the information that is physical, like physical locations, boots on the ground. Just data points. Yeah. And they're important data points to be able to see the the big picture. Mm -hmm. We have to have a big picture to have all the puzzle pieces. Yeah. I love the maps that they were showing, you know, on this episode. Yeah. When they were specifically when they were doing that line. You know, I was, I was like, paused it, and I was, like, studying all the little pieces. You know, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. You know, that that line that would come straight back toward the money pit goes straight through the cave-in pit. Dun, dun, so, dun. I mean, I don't think we've heard the last of that cave-in pit. Cave. Maybe that's where the bat cave is. Mm, nope. <laughs> no? Nope. All right, so then we have... Oh, so let me see. Well, you're heavy on the sews right now. Well, I'm trying to figure out. Make it out... so. Make it so. Make it so. You want me to pull that song up? No, I really I'll do it. You didn't. Calm down. <laughs> I was sorry. I'm calm down. I, I had written down in my notes. There's a new hole. O I T C dash six. Yes. And that was. I don't remember. To well, be honest. Well, they didn't give us and what the... it was called, but I was like, oh, I Oak Island. Yeah, you know, actually, I think that's the. That's and that might be the borehole that they got the wood out of. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I didn't write That's that down. That's the one properly. they were referencing. Yeah, it says O I T C dash six wall mm-hmm. two Billy's wall the box drain and the U shaped structure can all be connected via the straight line. That's what I had written down. Okay, so what's T C? Because O I Oak, Oak Island. Island Tunnel Charge Tunnel Club Join the club. I don't know. Oak. Okay, Oak Island Tunnel Club. So it's like a secret society. Yeah, duh. Charles in Charge. Oh, you ever heard that show? There's a TV show called Charles in Charge? No, not till now. (laughs) (laughs) But I bet you Charles is in charge. We've seen a lot of Charles. Yeah, Charles has been in the thick of it, especially in this episode. You know what? Mm -hmm. Charles called out Gary this episode. Charles, Charles is trying to take... Jack Bigley's spot, I think. I think he's funny. 
and he was having a grand old time, and Jack has been busy, so Charles needed to step in. I mean, Gary's not going to dig his own holes. <laughs> He's way too good for that. Yeah. You know, it's just boring to have one person on there scanning, you know, doing the metal detector and digging their own hole. And just what are they going to do? Talk to themselves? Yeah. That's why Gary's not digging the hole by himself. That and nobody wants to dig a hole by themselves. Well, and it doesn't make good TV. You have to have some kind of little sidekick. Well, you don't make good TV. I made great TV. Have you seen me on TV? Yeah, you're my sidekick. Okay. I'll be your sidekick. I'm fine with that. That's good, Robin. <laughs> but uh, he was like, <laughs> Gary goes, oh, yeah, that's a really, I, that's a good target. And Charles, you always say that. <laughs> that was, I just, I liked his clap back. Yeah, well, it's true. But Mr. Gary Drayton is always enthusiastic, always keeping the mood light and mm -hmm. keeping the enthusiasm up. He's got to. You know who else keeps the enthusiasm up? Jack Bagley, yo. And that guy is nuts. Dude, he had a Jack attack. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, I loved it. Like, I, his enthusiasm is contagious. Mm -hmm. Right? It makes everybody want to just jump and like, go dig with their hands because that's what he wants to do. I, Man, he's crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So back to the flow of the show. We had War Room meeting with Tom Nolan. Yep. And that was fun to watch with that Craig was. and Rick. And Tom's basically like, hey, whatever you guys need, yeah. all the resources I have, I'll, we'll throw them in there. Because they're talking about what they're going to do in the swamp. Because mm -hmm. they have to drain part of that swamp, right? Yeah, they have to... Oh, part of it. All of it. Now, Fred hmm. Nolan pretty much owned the swamp. I believe so. Right? Yeah, it was part of his property, sure. There was very little of the swamp that wouldn't have belonged to him as far as how the uh, lot lines ran, if not if he didn't own you know own all of it. Sure, maybe. Which would know. make sense why maybe more hasn't gone on in the swamp until now. Yeah, he's pretty protective and wasn't a, you know he wasn't uh, best friends with Dan Blankenship, right? So. Mm -hmm. Well, and since his passing, and it's just kind of been. There, there's been a lot going on. So it's really cool to see Tom in there. I liked him mentioning about the organic plant matter mm -hmm. or what he was calling the overgrowth mm -hmm. that had been on the swamp. And when they were out there before, he, he thinks there's like three to six feet of overgrowth. I mean, that's like a U of overgrowth. A U? Like you. a letter U? No, like a U. Like me? Yeah, because you're six feet tall. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's a lot. It is a lot. So He's saying you have to like scrape off that top layer to even get to where they were when they... Were surveying back in the day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That Like a lot, a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. So I don't think that phases them. They'll just... Scrape it all out, right? Mm -hmm. Rick's like, I don't think you know how big we want to go this year. But at the same time, Tom mm -hmm. mentions that, what do you say? That there's no way something didn't happen there. We have found too much to for there not to be. And I'm thinking, what does that guy know? He's probably got like a storage locker somewhere full of like random things they've pulled out of the swamp of knowledge. We got the swamp of knowledge. Is that? <laughs> did you just dub it the swamp of knowledge? The swamp of knowledge. 
I guess so. I'm, I guess I'm still coming out of my turkey coma right mm. now. Well, what about Gary Drayton pulling the Excalibur out of the swamp last week? That wasn't knowledge. That was just straight up ruling. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later, too. But Deidre made an awesome, hilarious picture that got a lot of eyeballs on it. Yeah, a lot of attention. Like, it literally went Oak Island viral. <laughs> like, this was, this image that she made. Okay, so you guys remember last week, Gary Drayton in mm -hmm. the swamp doing the metal detecting and, and probing. And so Gary Drayton's chilling, you know, in the swamp with his probe, you know, chilling. poking around. And he is lining up. He's helping Steve Guptill line up to do the data points, right? Yeah. So he could survey and mark the spot. And he's holding the probe, looking straight up in the air and literally looking like he's like, like looking up in the in to heavens or something. Yeah. Right? And Deidre photoshopped in Excalibur, the sword, mm -hmm. uh, into, Harry, uh, into Gary's hands. And it's just, it was just magnificent. <laughs> it was when... one of the best things anyone's ever seen, I think, because oh, it got, it probably got three or 4,000 likes on Facebook. And, and as far as Oak Island goes, that is like more than, I think, anything I've ever seen. Anything. It, it just felt right. Yeah, it's when amazing. When I saw that first glimpse... It's, so if you guys haven't seen that image, go to our Facebook page and check it out. It's hilarious. It is funny. Like, I think our, because we have these little metrics things that we could watch on our Facebook group, and over 50,000 people saw this. And that's, like, by far the biggest, you know, thing that's, that we've ever that's shared. downright bananas. Yeah, and it is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it is so good. <laughs> so, hey, good job on that. Keep Thanks. it up, okay? Keep up the good work. Thank you you yeah so uh, i'll give myself a pat on the back there you should and so anyway that was last week this week you know what's funny oh my gosh so craig craig says to tom nolan when mm -hmm. they're sitting at the war room he's like yeah we're thinking about using a bladder system or mm -hmm. a fabric uh some kind of method using fabric and mm -hmm. putting spoils on it and building mm -hmm. up our own dam and it's just so funny that craig mm -hmm. said that because was it last week or the week before? Rick said, yeah, we could use a bladder system. And Marty shut him down. He's oh, like, real quick. You remember? Yes. He's like, no, we're not going to use a bladder system. That's not going to work. And now guess what they're doing? Oh, yeah. They're going to use a bladder system. Well, most likely oh, they're going to use sure the like bladder. It. it looked like it. Yeah. They went out there with their go-to guy and what's his name with damn it, Dams? Oh, his name. I wrote it down. Yeah, he's he's... I think he was on the show a couple years ago, right? Jack Nichols. Jack Nichols, that's right. Yeah, and he was on the show a couple years ago when they put up one of those, what are they, uh, bladder dams mm -hmm. around Smith's Cove. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, it, it was a success. I mean, it's still, water still seeped underneath, but there's a lot more water coming into that area. Mm -hmm. Where they're planning on putting this new bladder dam mm -hmm. is through the kind of like the middle of the swamp. Mm-hmm. Over the ship anomaly. Yeah, which was really odd. Like the back, over the end of it. Yeah, the back part of it wasn't included. Mm -hmm. And well, of course, Steve had a handy dandy map mm -hmm. of where they were. Their target areas were the three yeah. different ones, and where their bladder system would go. Yeah. And, well, and yeah, yeah. And Marty was kind of. Eh, I don't know if this is the right use of. You know, mm -hmm. this is might not be what we want to do because. 
there's like two feet of twigs mm -hmm. underneath the soil mm -hmm. like and that could like he's i think he's worried about being punctured i think he's just worried that the dam won't get down over all of it to be no, able to keep out, out the water stuff. seepage regardless yeah. i get it i thought it was more of like puncture but yeah you might be right it's probably really thick it's probably like kevlar or something yeah, right i highly doubt that they'd continuously be in business if they got punctured by okay twigs from sure. swamps you never know <laughs> anyway it's probably kevlar. i do know it's probably kevlar which is like you know bulletproof basically right or there's types of you mean kevlar like uh tesla's glass <laughs> that actually broke yeah that was pretty that was pretty funny yeah you guys who who saw the cyber truck this week <laughs> man i like tesla i like tesla's stuff but yeah man, that truck is ugly like right really, like right Rexos. yeah right? i mean if they want to give me one i'd be okay with that i oh well it's not, it doesn't look like a real truck sorry elon musk but man Go back to drawing board. I know what he's trying to do because mm -hmm. I, I was reading about it. Like I was telling you about it. They were trying to keep it like that, uh, the metal. Mm -hmm. it, they can't bend it. Like it's it's because so strong. Because of the type. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it, it's what they use on their starship, mm -hmm. you know, like the, uh, the rockets. And it's so strong that they can't bend it and mold it to look different. And so it, it literally looks like a DeLorean. But, like, without the style. Like, it's missing right. something big. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it had these bulletproof or shatterproof windows. Mm -hmm. And they literally shattered the windows during the demonstration. Oh, man. And that was kind of embarrassing. But. But funny. Yeah. Anyway. What were we talking What brought up the, the Because you were afraid of the puncturing oh, of, yeah. of hey, the dam. And I was See, like, it hey. It can happen to the Cybertruck. It can happen to the dam. If it can happen to the <laughs> Cybertruck, it can happen to anybody. That Cybertruck looks very durable, even though... I was going to say, maybe you could just drive it into the swamp. But your visibility hey, is not going to His excuse for the glass shattering is because they... They actually hit the door with sledgehammers to show how tough the doors were. Like, they slammed them, and there was no dent or mark whatsoever on the door from being slammed with a sledgehammer. Mm -hmm. But they think that cracked the glass underneath from that impact. And then they threw the... Because they threw, like, these metal balls at the windows, and they shattered. Okay. And that's what... That caused the shattering. I have but, a problem with that. But why did it Why did it crack anyway? With if it's un, if it's unbreakable, why did it crack with a sledgehammer? Exactly. Was it uh, Thor's hammer? Because that's <laughs> the only acceptable reason, if you ask me. If you're gonna claim it's unbreakable, right? Exactly. It better have been Thor. Well, that you broke know what? It. You know what Dan Blankenship would say. Back, Back to, to the, the drawing, drawing board. board. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, let's move on with some Oak Island stuff. <laughs> That was, Sorry, this, that was This Week in Technology. <laughs> this with, Week in Technology. Which, uh, could it be the an Oak Island podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Where was I going? Oh, uh, we were talking about the swamp. Yeah. And... Well, it, it was cool because the, uh, the Nichols guy, uh -huh. Jack Nichols, he was like, yeah, it's real doable. And Rick we really, do swamps all the time. Yeah, but Rick really liked that, just saying it's really doable. Yeah. Rick was glad. Marty was like, Really? What doable do you, do? you know swamps all the time like okay let's do it it sounds like they're really looking for the most affordable yeah that's something way. that tom nolan had suggested too because mm -hmm. they were talking about building their own dam basically with putting spoils on the fabric right mm -hmm. and then tom nolan's like well just do what is 
the quickest and the most affordable, basically, right? Yeah, what's the quickest and most affordable, but that's not always the best solution. It's not, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he just wants to get it done. Get he does. her done. But I don't always believe that the quickest and most affordable is necessarily going to be the best solution. Mm -hmm. So I am within that belief of you always get three quotes. Mm -hmm. Sounds like that's what they're doing and three different options. And then they can bring them to the table for discussion and decide how to spend Marty's money. <laughs> I bet you anything they're going to go with this system. Like, what if they go with the hybrid system? Which one's that? Uh, which one's that? That's a hybrid of more than one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I thought you meant they had already explored it or talked about well, it. Well, they've talked about all the different ones. I'm saying maybe one section they end up using the bladder system, which is where they know could easily be, well, around the eye, maybe they do something that, is a bit more permanent, quote unquote. Like putting in the yeah driving the cages. in. Mm -hmm. So are, are they not doing the cages? Was the cage just one of the possibilities? Yeah, that's oh. one of your options. I thought they on were the just going to do that, and they were going to do the bladder system to block off the water, you know, from the get go. The, no. I bet Why you would we spend the money I bet you twice? Do, I bet they're going to do it because it's a hybrid system. They're going to do both. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, what if then, they do I a hybrid right. system? I think you're right. I'm always right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> she tried to brainwash me with that when I first met her. She's brainwash like, you? Yeah, she, she wanted to buy me a hat that literally says, Deidre is always right. She, Actually, I think you told she, me she told to me, buy you She told hat. me No, she told me that I needed a hat that said that and to wear it around, parade me around, just parade being, you being around? your little puppy that always says you're right. What are you, a trophy husband? Well, we weren't, we weren't married back in that day. Oh, well, yes, there was a time <laughs> was, we weren't married. That was many moons ago, okay? Oh, don't let him fool you. All right. Anyway, Tom said, Tom finished his little part in the war room by saying, Make let's so. get to the bottom of it. Yep. So I think they're working on getting to the bottom of it. And I hope, I sure I hope, hope they do so. the bladder system because I think that's cool technology. And I hope they do the cage thing because I think that's cool technology. I want to see... Those things come together and give us some awesome results. So you're in with the hybrid system. Yes, and I will say B-O-O-M and leave it at that. Okay. She doesn't know what to do with that. No. B-O-O-M again. All right. So then we get <laughs> Charles and Gary doing their best uh, Gary and Jack impression over on Lot 21, right? Doing an impression? Yeah. Jack's being himself, but Charles was doing a Jack impression. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, I'm on board. Whatever. They find cool stuff. They did. What did they find this week? Are you quizzing me? Do you remember? Of course I do. They found a coin, a, a half cent. A coin? Yes. Was it made of gold? No. Was it made of puta? No. Is this a multiple choice quiz? <laughs> it was, I'm very confused. It was copper. Yes. Yes. Right, Good go job, on. Copper. Go on. Carry on. Carry on. Okay, and then the said cloak pin. Yeah. Or brooch. Or they have no idea what it is, actually. I, maybe they pulled off the invisibility cloak on the island, like you said last week. I bet they did. I got 10 bucks on yep. 
Except for, you know what, y'all? She's never seen Lord of the Rings. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm talking about Harry Potter. No. Lord of the Rings had the cloaks, okay? Lord of the Rings had the cloaks with the little clasp that was shaped like a leaf or something. Similar to this little branch thing. And when they pulled the cloak over their head, they were able to hide. And it looked like the cloak was a boulder, okay? It looked like something that wasn't, and it cloaked them, okay? Okay, okay. Savvy? So people in the 1800s also wore cloaks. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, do you want a cloak now? I could make you a cloak. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. But no, I'm going to make Earth you a cloak. Too. They wore them in Middle Earth, too. Okay? That looks like a boulder. I mean, I could hide, too, if I had a cloak. I just put a big piece of fabric that's boulder yeah, well, the, pictured on it. The Okay, look. Watch the movie. And I don't need to. I know what a cloak is. You know what's is. funny? Actually, I worked you've in fashion for quite you know a while. What? You've actually seen that movie. She has seen Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. She saw the one in the middle on a date with some dude before she met me. And she's like, wow, this is the lamest movie ever. Because you didn't see the beginning. And cause, I didn't? No, you, you didn't see the first movie, did you? Oh, no. But you made me watch The Hobbit. And that okay, was the Hobbit, not The Hobbit's good. no good. The Fellowship of the Ring is the best movie ever made. But then and you won't watch I it. watched one that other you. one twice. And gosh, do people ever stop journeying? Yeah, they do. There's an endpoint. You have to you have to watch the whole thing to get there. Oh my gosh, that's so many hours of my life wasted. If you watch the, the theatrical version, it's only like nine hours. Okay. What is that like? The Broadway musical? But if you watch no, <laughs> if you watch the extended edition, it's like twelve, and that's way better. I think I'm gonna give that a hard pass. <laughs> She makes me so sad. I'd rather. She just... makes me happy too, a lot, but <laughs> sad in this moment. I would rather just wear the rock cloak <laughs> and just be done with it. <laughs> and be done with okay. it. Okay. All right. Will that work? Sure. Okay. I put in my notes here. Where is Jack Bagley? <laughs> like Jack, man, just missing all the time. You know what time it is? What? It's Bobby Dazzler time. It is Bobby Dazzler time. Even Charles got in on that. That was pretty funny. I just pictured them both in hammer pants. <laughs> yeah. Hammer oh, time? Yeah. It's Bobby Desla time. And then they're shuffling. Yeah, and then right. they're shuffling. Yeah. yeah, cool. Every day mm -hmm. I'm shuffling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so he finds a two-way repeatable signal, right? And that's what he gets super excited about. Yes. And, he and then they found that brooch. It looks, like, it looks like a brooch. It looks like it has a fern on it or mm -hmm. something. Charles calls it pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's using our kinds of verbiage like yeah. sweet he must be stuck in the 90s too sweet 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 Pretty rad sweet. sweet yeah and then gary said it's probably dazzler time yeah you already said that rick and rick and doug joined them right because mm -hmm. they, they need they need, they need rick to render an opinion basically yeah everybody always calls rick when something interesting happens well, what, what is who, rick who would doing you call? who would you call ghostbusters but no, no no if you were there metal detected on oak island you found something cool who would you call who'd be the first one marty why actually billy <laughs> billy okay because he's my hero yeah wind beneath my wings <laughs> <laughs> billy's the wind beneath your wings <laughs> you know what i think he's everybody's wind beneath their wings that's a lot of wind Billy could take it. He yeah, can he it. can. <laughs> I have faith in you, Billy. Okay, so I would probably call Rick because, you know, he was the one. If it wasn't for him, none of them would be there right now. 
Charles would. <laughs> Charles would, and so would uh, Dave Blankenship, mm-hmm. the rowdy one. <laughs> and those those guys would be there, and that's it. Yeah. Right? So... It, so the, he can't take credit for everybody. Guess what? They would not be metal detecting in that spot. It's very unlikely. Guess what? They're not going to be digging all these holes. It's going to be like... Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't call Rick because I don't have his phone number. Rick, oh call gosh. me. Yeah. Let's move on. Have your people call my people. Gary, Gary was like, my toes were still tingling after he found, after, uh, you know, they were describing <laughs> what they had found and showing what they had found to Doug and Rick. Maybe his toes are just cold. And Gary estimated between 1,500 and 1,700. Yep. That's old. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Very. then, you know who got the shout out? The Duke D'Anville. Oh, I was like, am I supposed to know who got a shout yeah. out? Yeah, uh, some guy in history, not yeah. like... Yeah, he got a shout out. And then Doug was like, oh, yeah, the expedition of 1746. And then they, they did this big flashback. Yes, and Doug's got like a treasure booty list. Manifest. Yeah, Manifest. Like eight that's pages the long. Word. Yeah. Yes. That's... I, I love that episode. I, you know, we should go back and watch that one. That's one of the top theories, you know? They had that top th- theory mm-hmm. show. Remember the preseason for the Curse of Oak Island? Yeah, I remember preseason. Yeah, and one... I think it was, like, the number four or three, something like that. And they were talking about the Duke D'Anville mm-hmm. and this manifest with all this gold and jewels and everything. The Duke D'Anville that has, like, a million names... <laughs> oh, I wrote them down. Man, ready for this? I was like, wait, this guy has a lot of names. Yeah, he's a French admiral, okay? Got it. And it's Check. Jean Baptiste Louis Frederick de la Ro- 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 Oh my gosh, I can't say this. What's how do you say his last name? Rochefoucauld. Rochefoucauld. There you go. My bad. Okay, I'm going to try it again. Jean Baptiste Louis. That kind of rhymes. That kind of, or it flows pretty good. Jean, Jean Baptiste Louis Frederick. D. La Rochefoucauld, a.k.a. the Duke of Anvil, the Duke de Anvil. I put a.k.a. in my notes. And didn't someone <laughs> put in with her Duke Don V? Duke Don V sometimes, yes. This feels like, you know, will the real Duke de Anvil please stand up? <laughs> like, what is your name? He has all those names. Yes, I know. Yeah. But he has all the different names. I The guy needs one like unifying i know he'll just make them all they, mush just together call him the duke dan, dan v boom that's his duke sh- that's, that's, that's his name for short you know that that's his rap like name. robert clotworthy might go by bob to keep it short <laughs> uh then we have john or jean baptiste louise frederick de la roche Facald. he probably goes by the duke dan v he you probably know, goes by fred <laughs> like one of his middle names <laughs> yeah yeah it just Fred. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So Rick Rick then says he wants it clean and tested. And he says it's definitely a top pocket fine. Yes. He's, st- he's still in Gary's lines now. We got Charles still in Gary's lines. What's Gary going to do anymore? He's just going to be there keeping quiet Gary? with his metal detector swinging it back and forth and pointing to the ground when he finds something special. He's like a mime. Like <laughs> G- Gary's got like uh, roadies. You know, like everybody's his fan. Mm-hmm. And they're just gonna follow him from around from place to place. He really needs his own show. Like in he needs to stay on Oak Island, but he also needs his own series. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's great. He's just fun. He's a top pocket fine. He is a top pocket fine. I'm glad Oak Island found Gary Drayton. Maybe Gary Drayton found Oak Island. Ooh. 
Maybe. Could it be? Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Well, Gary thinks it's remarkable how much they found along this ridge, or and just yep. in Lot 21 in general. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. And I don't know if you should say that too loud. Because later on, when they're doing their testing and whatnot, because mm-hmm. Laird gets involved and Laird's mm-hmm. excited, Laird says something like, yeah, a lot's been going on there. I think we need to slow down and take a more archaeological approach and you know do some non-invasive testing or work plus ground penetrating radar and stuff you know he was like you know i'm thinking to myself oh gary oh i'm so sorry no because I, I know i i know laird has all the best of intentions and he really does and he's all in with these guys but you know this is there's been so many finds there that he's has to kind of step in and be like yeah let's let's I really didn't examine take it this area. that way i took it as laird is so excited that he is like okay no now we need to sp- spend a bunch of time over there and i mean when laird says he wants to use gpr means there's some serious business going on and he's like okay so maybe curve some of that budget to me so we can start pulling this stuff out <laughs> i i think money money I, money i i money. saw him like wanting to put the pedal to the metal like yeah. trying to okay. take resources well, from billy's cove that's where billy's cove yeah did you rename it? Yes. I thought we renamed it something else. We did. That's been the current petition that's going around, mm. but I renamed it Billy's Cove. Okay. Near his wall. Yes. Billy's wall is is guarding Billy's Cove or something like that. Yes, sir. Wall <laughs> of Billy. Okay. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. So the next day after this awesome find in Lot 21, mm-hmm. Alex and Laird take the new find that resembled a brooch to the University of Acadia for testing. Uh-huh. And? And the guy's excited. What guy? Do you have his name? Kelly. You're not going to attempt that last name? No, I didn't write down his last name because oh, I... I was like, no way am I going to say it. Okay, his last name. I'm going to try it. You're really feeling brave with trying the names today. Yeah. Barasa. Barasa. Okay. Kelly Barasa. Commit to that. Mm-hmm. So, Ge- Kelly Barasa, uh, he's a conservator, mm-hmm. and they have him clean and examine the brooch, and he cleans, cleans it with a glass fiber brush. That was and the a thing stick. That, <laughs> and like, I, I wrote a large toothpick. <laughs> yeah, a large toothpick was he said, I think he calls it like a wooden dowel yeah. or something. They'll try to fancy it up. No, the guy's standing there with a toothbrush and yeah. <laughs> a toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're straight into this whole teeth thing for yeah. cleaning stuff. Well, it's funny. I, I wrote uh, the same thing, large toothpick and a toothbrush. And when they were describing the glass fiber brush, I wasn't looking up. And mm-hmm. then I looked up because I was like, they're really calling a toothbrush a glass fiber that brush? That was my thought. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was the other, the mechanical thing. Yeah. That was like, you know, it looked like a soldering iron of some mm-hmm. sort. Yeah, but, I was thinking to myself, they took him, took it to a university when they could have borrowed, well, not borrowed because he wouldn't want to give it back, a toothbrush. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hey, that's pretty high-tech stuff. That's you know? how I cleaned the grout lines. Is, yeah. I mean, toothbrushes are great for cleaning. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but they cleaned it up. It looks it looks much better. Apparently, it was bent. Yeah, it was bent up. Yeah, and they, I guess he but bent it back. But that happens when there's earth and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm glad he didn't, like, bend it back and snap it. You know, that would have been a real bummer. 
He's a conservator. I think he's got it. Yeah, he's, he's probably... That's why they brought it to him with his toothpicks. Um, yeah. Laird thinks it might be a commission piece. That's what Which it, would make sense. Yeah. And... Doc, is he a doctor? Kelly Barossa? No, no, I didn't see a doctor, but I'm going to... Yeah, I don't think so. Kelly. He suggested it might be maritime in nature due to the ropes that are kind of mm-hmm. spooled under it and coiled. Yeah, and they were like two ropes, and you see these two rings. Mm-hmm. So you have like two ropes in one ring, two ropes in the other, and then they looped together with the fern mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. And is it, yeah, Laird letter, la, 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 la. Laird mentions later that it could mean a couple. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe a commissioned marriage piece. Wow, it'd be a real bummer to lose that. I'd never hear the end of it if you made me something like that and I lost it on Oak Island. Hmm. Why are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I'd be impressed if I could make something like that. I'd be impressed too. So, ask, uh, Laird asks about a maker's mark. They mm-hmm. couldn't find one. Nope. And asks about determining the age. Mm-hmm. And Kelly said, you should probably take it to somebody that specializes in antique jewelry. Makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of it there. But when we realize it's very old. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like antique, antique. It's really old. And they then examine it again with the with the whole group at the Mug and Anchor pub, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, look at this, everybody. But wait, don't touch it with your bare hand. Even though we've been we've been like passing around with a bare hand when they found it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what else can they do, right? Yeah. But it was just funny that like Alex almost had a smirk on his face. He's like, yeah, this is so important that you have to wear gloves guys. Uh-huh. And he gives <laughs> one over to Marty and, but like that Gary's real, like, yeah, yeah. Gary's eyes were like, Ooh, Ooh he must was, be good. He, he was probably thinking to himself, Woo, 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 <laughs> you know, yes. it's gotta be really special if you got to wear gloves. Exactly. That was pretty fun. That was cool. He, he also, Gary had mentioned like, I think this ranks right up there with the other brooches that were found. So, mm-hmm. Pretty the awesome. Intricacy is just mind blowing. Yeah, I wonder what it's made of. You know, they weren't they, they didn't get excited like made out of some kind of pre- like gold or something. Mm-hmm. So, gold isn't everything. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, a lot of the stuff back in the day was lead or you know things that could harm us. <laughs> yeah, but and that's another care. reason to wear gloves when mm-hmm. handling antique jewelry. Yeah. Well. Gary had also said that he thought it might have been like a one-off commission piece. Mm-hmm. And then he said some. He said, that's freaking fantastic. <laughs> like, he was just excited. You know, it was so funny to hear him say that. And he, he said, that's freaking fantastic when they <laughs> found it, too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, was, this, I was like, this is really fantastic for Gary this week. He no, is, it's not fantastic. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's not just fantastic. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. stoked. Yeah, that was fun. And then... Not exactly sure if it's a brooch or a cloak pin, says Laird. Yeah, that's to be debated. Mm-hmm. And so. we will probably continue to debate that here. Yeah, well, then Marty's looking at it, right? Nuh-uh. Yeah, and he's, like, counting. Oh, that's the first thing he does. That would have been the first thing counting. I did, I think. I, I always count everything. It is. Like, we, really we, weird. We, <laughs> Yeah, I count some weird stuff, you guys. Oh. I count, like, the number of times a blinker goes click, click, 
click, click. I click, really click, wish. Click, click. And I'm and like, we're just sitting there in traffic and or sitting out of mm-hmm. light. And then I'll just randomly say 83. And he's just like, oh, because. Or he goes, do you know how many times? I said, no. Why Why would I know? Why do I care? I don't know. That, might... What a waste of your time. I think there's something wrong with me, guys. You think? <laughs> I don't know. I have like some kind of compulsion to count things. I've got a love. You know what? I think that makes me a pretty good treasure hunter because you got to be aware of all that kind of stuff. There they all standing in a row. Bum, bum, bum. Big ones. Small ones. Some as big as your head. I felt like a counting song, but now I'm realizing there's no counting. There's just coconuts in a row. But you would have counted them if there was. Yep, and then Marty asks everyone to guess how many leaves there were or branches on this. They all kind of look around. Yeah, and I think one of them was like, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> was that Alex? It might have been Alex. That, that sounds right. Yeah, and then Marty's like, it's 13, y'all. Wouldn't it be funny if he said y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Marty saying y'all. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah, then we get a flashback. To last season. Oh, when we saw Court and his... Court Lindahl? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's my friend on Facebook. Are you BFFs? Have you ever talked? I have talked. Maybe you should ask him to come on the show. I should. That would be awesome. I know he's done a six questions with Jenny over on Mysterious Writings recently. Like Say last what? week. Say what? Yeah. Well, I, there's this website that Deidre and I sometimes write for called Mysterious Writings. Mm-hmm. It has a bunch of really cool stuff about all these treasure hunts from all over the world on it. Uh-huh. And like, we've written some stuff about the secret. Uh-huh. Right? I've written a couple other pieces about a couple other treasure hunts. Anyway, court did. Okay. So Jenny Kyle, the gal that runs the website uh, and manages the community. She has this six question series that she does for all these different treasure hunts. Right. Yes. And she had, she asks like basically six questions. Sometimes they're a little bit more than six questions, like two or three questions within a question, but she did one for court. Mm-hmm. Um, and he answered it and it was awesome. And you guys should go over there to mysterious writings and check it out because it was a fun read. Was and it a Oak Island related one? Yeah, it was Oak oh, Island, yeah. That's cool. You should read it. It's good. I should. I guess yeah. I didn't catch that for yeah, some I, reason. I think you will. I think you'll like it. So anyway, we have a flashback to Court Landall's uh, theory, uh, and, his theory and his time that he had on the teleconference at Oak Island. Mm-hmm. His brother was at that meeting, right? Yep. And I think one of their other research partners. Anyway, we had them there, and you know, this is all going back to the... Founding Fathers Theory. Yep. That actually was the number one theory in the top 25 theories pregame special. I wonder why. I wonder why. That I, I knew it at the time. I was watching this. I'm like, oh, they must have found some kind of thing that Something. connected to that or else it wouldn't be the number one theory. I, I agree with that statement. E- even if they can't confirm that it is, I think they... You know, they wanted to make that theory super important. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure it it is a great theory. Like, I enjoyed watching on the show last year. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, regardless if it's right or wrong, they found something that can theoretically tie to that. So it automatically became the number one theory, I think. Well, yeah, because that would be bringing it forward Mm -hmm. this season. So, yeah, it would. That'd be fine. I mean, and they found something connected to it. So why not? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they they... 
did the flashback where they show the Evan Stone, right? Yes. And it has the little tree thing on it. Yep. And how it links to the Appeal to Heaven battle flag that mm-hmm. was something that George Washington had had made, right? Also known as the Palm flag. Sure. Palm. Yeah, something like that. And the link to the number 13, Freemasons and Knights Templar. 13 original colony. Well, the 13th original colony was supposed to be Nova Scotia, apparently, right? Apparently. So, yeah, just crazy stuff. And then Court is on his teleconference call explaining that Luis Alexander Rochefoucauld, and I'm like, Alexander? That wasn't in the spiel from earlier. Really? Well, the reason is because this is the Duke D'Anville's son. Oh, duh. And he was good buddies with Benjamin Franklin. Yep. And Thomas Jefferson. And according to Court's theory, it was because of that that they had made, like, they had made the founding fathers aware of the treasure on Oak Island mm-hmm. to fund the revolution if they go and dig it up. And maybe they did. Oh, man. You figure so much. Yeah, I mean, maybe, right? Maybe. So I'm glad they revisited that because it was cool and because it was the number one theory and because there's a cool tie-in to this episode. Yes. 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 I know. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. They call it the palm tree flag, too. Mm, Okay. Which is interesting. Mm, Yeah. Yes. I feel like I need to do a little bit more uh, digging deeper on that. Mm -hmm. Call Matty Blake. He'll help you. (laughs) He's all about the digging deeper. I don't have his phone number either. (laughs) Nobody wants to give me their number, but... I'm not really. Don't ask for numbers, okay? I'm not really in the position to be asking for guys' numbers. That'd be weird. Yeah, don't do it. That'd be weird. That'd be okay. a little weird. Let me do it. My husband and <laughs> I, we have a podcast, but can I get your number? Okay, That'd so. That'd be weird. <laughs> so, this is what I was talking about after that flashback got over. Laird suggested taking more serious archaeological steps on Lot 21 due to all the finds Gary has made there. Recommends GPR and other non intrusive methods. That's where I assumed, I'm like, oh, man, mm, Gary, I think your hands are going to be tied on Lot 21 going further. But you took it a different I way. I took that, like, I was like, hey, um, could we maybe, this is an untouched, unexplored area. There's obviously a lot going on. Maybe we could throw some funds over here to do more. And he, I think it's kind of a big deal when Laird says it's worth using GPR. I mean, for all we know, there could be a homestead type of site over there or something. Well, that's where the McGinnis Foundation is. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a homestead there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it interesting that Rick, it, he, Rick in particular says, want to make sure they use the right technology. And Marty's like, I'm down with the GPR. <laughs> It feels to me like Rick, he's trying to be a Marty. (laughs) And Marty's trying to be a Rick. I don't know how I feel about that. You know what? They're getting closer. Like, they're balancing out. No, I think they're about to pass each other. I'm concerned. I am concerned that Rick's always going to be the dreamer. I don't know. He's kind of a dream crusher right now. Hmm. Okay, this is... Okay, Jack Attack is back. He is. He's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And literally, it, every, it was Marty and Rick were both eager to crush Jack's dreams. It was the crush Jack dream moment. Crush Jack's dream moment. 
Hmm. They just brought Jack back down to Earth. Jack was like flying in the sky. He was Peter Pan, okay? He was Peter Pan. He was Peter Pan for a moment. He was like flying up there. He's like, I'll dig with my bare hands. You know, he was just flipping out. Literally, I wrote here, this is the crush Jack's dreams moment. You did write that. That's kind of sad, actually. Isn't that sad? Yeah, I didn't take it as that. I just took it as like, hey, Jack, I know they took like... This is this is different. This is after that portion, but we had already mm-hmm. talked about it. This is where they're talking about the dates of the wood. The, yes. Uh, what is it called? What kind of testing was that? Radio. The C fourteen. The carbon. Carbon dating. Carbon yeah. radio. Yeah. Yeah. C four niner. Okay. Niner walkie talkie. Yeah. yeah. So when they were doing that, is when Jack was you know going bonkers, and I, I made this fun tweet about that moment uh, I, I put <laughs> yeah. kevin McAllister running up the stairs and like freaking, freaking out, out. We're looking at the camera going ah and running oh, around circles man. i'm like that is jack tonight man, yeah he is i didn't okay. know what to do you know, we're kind of exaggerating this jack i don't know if you listen to the podcast if you are i doubt we, it okay but i'm just saying like we don't think you're nuts or anything dude <laughs> he's just excited he's just super stoked and your enthusiasm and your passion just goes through and it hits me right in the heart and i I take it in, and I'm I'm excited. I'm just as excited as you are. I'm just like I don't have a seat at the table to be like, ah, like he is, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Yeah. I I know what you're saying. Good. So that's kind of the end of the episode, and then yeah. we have next time on the Curse of Oak Island. Yep. So what did we have there? Marty was in some heavy equipment, and Billy's like standing there supervising him. What? Yes. Say what? This was a definite Billy teaching Marty moment. This felt like an apprenticeship to me because he did not like the way Marty was handling equipment last season. It, I, I bet you, it embarrassed Billy. (laughs) He was like, "No." Is is he teaching him to be surgical with it? He's teaching him the basics to start. <laughs> Surgical nah. level. That's hardcore. Now, okay. This is... Marty is fine at using the equipment. He's not embarrassing anybody. Just shush. Just calm down. No, this it's is fine. a straight apprenticeship like the masters in painting. Mm-hmm. How did you learn to paint? Mm-hmm. Not that you paint, but I'm just saying. Painting, you know, in the Renaissance. This is the Renaissance of digging. And Billy is here to teach. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that he was terrible at it before. He did just fine. He knows how to use the heavy machinery, okay? Yes, Billy is the master. Yes. Yeah, it's hard to... Yes, Billy is the Leonardo da Vinci, okay? Yeah, I get it. He is, and that's fine. That's what I'm saying. But not everybody is Billy. And you can still be good without being Billy, okay? You can also be just mediocre and not be Billy, but if Billy wants to teach you, Man, what you if, listen. What if Marty's listening to this right now? Just be nice to Marty. Jeez. I like Marty. I like him a lot. I relate to being a Marty. But why can't it be my dreams on an apprenticeship of Billy teaching Marty the way? You want to crush fine. my dreams. No, no, no. It's fine. That no, is you're exact, a dream no, crusher. I think that's what's happening. But it doesn't mean that he stinks at what he's doing before. You're the I one who said just, stinks, not I me. think he was just fine at operating the machinery. He just wasn't billy's level but who is who is leonardo's level when it comes to creating masterpiece works of art nobody and so well, you can't compare there are a couple. you cannot compare anybody to billy just the way you can't compare anybody to uh bob like... the builder i betcha he was modeled after billy <laughs> <laughs> bob the builder bob the oh, builder oh my gosh 
was man, you broke me. You broke me. I I, I created mm-hmm. because Billy exists. Okay, that all is right. all. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we we continue on next time on Oak Island. I, uh, they're doing the little dig there with the excavator with dig, Marty. Dig, 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 dig. It's what we like to do. Yes, Doug says that's a look back in time, boys. One hundred and fifty nine years. <laughs> that's true. You know what happened one hundred and fifty nine years ago? The revolution? <laughs> no. Oh, the 159 years <laughs> ago. Nope, different war. <laughs> the revolution. <laughs> see what I have That's to embarrassing. see what I have to deal with y'all. Oh, I'm tired, okay? Okay, it's another it's a different battle. Why like, do you do this? Like this multiple choice. Okay, the two shows are merging at this point. Yes. <laughs> Civil War Gold yes. and the Curse of Oak Island because and I think that would be 1861, I think the Civil War started officially in 1862. So it's around the time of the start of the Rev. Re- I was going to do, let's pull a Deidre there. The Civil War. That's what we're talking about for these dates. Yes. Yes. I concur with that statement. You know what else happened? What? You see Billy pointing and saying, there it is. And you Billy know has spoken at that point. That means Billy found the treasure. Maybe. No. He pointed because the invisibility cloak came off. <laughs> there it is. Mm. If Billy sees it first, does it count as Billy's treasure? <laughs> Just like he found the wall first? And yeah. So it's Billy's wall? Billy's treasure? No. Literally, there's an epic moment of him pointing. Yeah. At one point of the Tonight Show. The, the Tonight the, Show? No, no. The, Was Billy on the Tonight <laughs> Show? He, he should be. Doing a demonstration with Jimmy Fallon. Oh my gosh, we should get him on Ellen. You know, it'd be fun if he like did like excavator bowling or something. Like, and he like got a ball and he rolled it with the scoop. Wouldn't that be fun? We should have like excavator Olympics. (gasps) You know what? (laughs) Dozer days are coming. Okay. They should fly Billy in. Is he like? He's like famous. (laughs) Okay, and. Okay, we have too, way too much Billy here at the end of the show. I mean, there can never be too much Billy, but... Too much Billy? It's like saying there's too much cowbell. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Hey, what else did they have? Remember? I, I, I don't that... know. Why do you try to quiz me? <laughs> there's something you pointed late. to me, like, when we were watching the next time on. You're like, ooh, they have a, war, a secondary war room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they're... I think they're all at the... I was going to say North Beach, Upper Beach. Mm-hmm. And they're all around what looks like a makeshift outdoor war room table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jack was like super stoked about something. Yeah, he was stoked. What did yeah. he say? We got it. We got it. Yeah. What'd they get? They're doing something with the sonic drilling, I'm sure. Maybe they got a puppy. Yeah. But then they also had an indoor war room session that's happening next time with some kind of French bet- treasure theory. Yeah. That isn't the Duke the Anvil. I may, well, maybe it is. Well, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. I bet you they're in the Duke war the room more than French, once. So I don't know. This time. Yep. So that's that's what we got. Well, what I know is Billy points and says, there it is. There it is. And that means that we find the treasure next episode. And then the show's over? No. Oh, we... they have to figure out what all the treasure is? Yeah. Is Billy going to have like a... A crown? A crown and just sit there and point, like sit on his throne and say, that one, that one, to test that, test that. Let's figure out what that is. No, he's the one taking inventory of all of his new findings. Okay, cool. All right, so that's 
that's the recap. Yay. Let's talk about something else fun. So we made some awesome things. And you can have some awesome things, right? You too. Yeah. So here is what... Actually, okay, let's be real. Deidre made these, okay? Because she is way better at the artsy stuff than me. Yeah, but you're wordsmithy. Yeah, so we're, we're a tag team. So we made these trading cards. Oak Island trading cards, right? Yes, they are. Yes. And we are going to show them to you right now. If you're watching YouTube... Or if you if you haven't, uh, or if you okay, so if you're listening to podcasts, you're not going to see these, obviously. No, you'll but, have to go look. Yeah, go look on YouTube, and these are prototypes that we're going to show. Yes. All right. So you want to show what you got first? Okay. So our first one. Mm-hmm. What does it say? The rowdy one, David Blankenship, mm-hmm. and. Like, for the audio-only listeners, we're showing a trading card off that shows Dave Blankenship in a pirate getup. <laughs> yes. And it looks hilarious and awesome. It and looks pirate-like. He is literally a pirate in this. So it is really fun and cool. And can you show the next one? Yep. Next one is another pirate. We got another pirate, Captain Jack Bagley with little Gar. Garry. <laughs> so Jack has a parrot on his shoulder. Jack attack is bad. And he is legit wearing shades. He is, is he throwing he is the, shade? No, he is the cool pirate, okay? So Jack in his shades. Um I'm gonna read the card backs for those two cards to everybody. And uh I hope you enjoy this. So we've got I'll start with David Blankenship. I just have to find his text. Okay. Rowdy the rowdy one. David Blankenship. If you think a pirate needs to be sailing the high seas and merely drinking rum on a daily basis, clearly you haven't met Rowdy Dave. Instead, this scallywag sets his sights on the gold treasure, the gold buried somewhere deep beneath the money pit of Oak Island. And he celebrates or commiserates the successes during crown time, <laughs> also known as quitting time. Sometimes Rowdy Dave can be found commiserating near the mega bin area looking for the latrine. <laughs> our priorities (laughs) so that's kind of a little bit of the humor that's gonna be on some of these cards Mm -hmm. i'll go ahead and read the other one too so we got captain jack bagley and little gary okay captain jack bagley and little gary and let's see okay a natural leader and fair to those under his authoritative watch captain jack commands his vessel the hms wash plant with pride (laughs) <laughs> Gary and his pet parrot, or sorry, Bagley and his pet parrot, little Gary, spend most of their time searching through their sordid spoils for what the captain calls the rich stuff. The good captain taught his birdie buddy key treasure hunting phrases that'll, that it, it uses to help him search. Little Gary screeches, holy shamoli, holy shamoli, when he spots a coin and exclaims, Bobby Dazzler, Bobby Dazzler, when he sees a glint of a gemstone. Can your bird do that? Captain Jack didn't think so. It's a well-trained bird. Yeah. So that's funny stuff. It and is funny stuff. And we really enjoyed making these. And here's a couple more that Deidre wants to show you on the video. Well, I guess, yeah. I can do it. it. It's fine. All right. And then we have 
the King of England, Gary Drayton. <laughs> and it's the picture we were talking about earlier of Gary holding up Excalibur. And mm -hmm. it is a hilarious picture. Awesome. I promise they're in focus. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to kind of hard to see on the video, but it's funny. Uh, if you haven't noticed, well, I guess you probably haven't noticed yet, but there is a theme with this. This uh, set is called, what is it called? Pirates, Knights, and Kings. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. And then we have the last one that we're showing right now. There's actually two more. There's six in the first set. In the first set. And we have Rick Lagina, the Warden of Truth. That's a good one. I like this one a lot. Yeah. They're all, well, they're all great and really fun and funny. And I am not going to read the card backs. You're going to buy these things or not buy them, but you're going to go to patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast and support us at the $5 level or up. And we will mail six cards to you every single month going forward. These are going to be just a recurring thing. If you're subscribed, yeah, if you're subscribed to us on Patreon, you will get these cards every month and they're going to be numbered. They're limited edition. They are collectible. Yes, and then you'll be able to, if you join us on as a patron, get into the exclusive pregame uh, for Oak Island on Tuesdays. Yeah, so we've been doing a pregame show an hour before Oak Island starts mm -hmm. uh, for about thirty to forty-five minutes. Yep, you know, so we can end in it with enough time to get ready to watch the show, mm -hmm. and before it goes live on the East Coast. Yes, and. Um, you know, that's going to be a thing going forward that only the patrons get to do. Yep. And we have a special patron only group on Facebook that, and if you're subscribed to any level, you know, give as much or as little as you want. Um, you'll be able to participate in these, yep. uh, discussions and pregame for the Curse of Oak Island. Yep. You'll, so you'll be there. You can <clears> check <throat> them out at patreon.com. If you sign up, we love you. If you don't sign up, we love you. Thank you for everything. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Oak Island Podcast. That's us. If hey. you've already signed up and you're not in the group yet, don't worry. That invite will be coming to you shortly. Yeah. And these are going to be glossy cards. They're going to be, like I said, collectible, numbered. Yes. They're, They'll be very They're going to be awesome. You're, the, yeah. Whoever doesn't have them is going to be jealous that you do have them. That's true. Yeah. And if you know what? Christmas is right around the corner. This could be a fun gift right mm -hmm. i mean a cheap fun get five bucks subscribe we'll mail them to you and then you can give them out as you know literally you get six cards for five dollars it's less than a dollar a card right give those to six friends like you got your christmas your whole, all your christmas is done in five dollars boom oh sorry i said Goes the, the dynamite yeah. <laughs> and they'd fit so nicely in your top pocket if you wanted to carry them they're, around they're definitely top pocket finds they are top <clears throat> pocket finds yeah so hey if you want to get them, great. If you don't, that's fine. Just if you want to just keep listening to us and hopefully laughing at, you know, <laughs> you could laugh while looking at these cards. They're going to be funny true. and hilarious. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like, oh, yeah, there's more. Yeah. Coming. I mean, we're going to do six this month. Uh, as long as you get uh, join our Patreon page, like subscribe by December 31st, you will get this set. The first run of this set. We Yay! might do a second run in the future, but. It's going to say second run on it or something. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to be what this is. And yep. then we will have in January, you know, as long as you join us by January, from January 1st to January 31st, you'll also, you know, you'll get that set. Yes. And so going forward, it'll be every month and it's going to be a lot of fun. So everybody that already has done that, thank you. Yep. And everybody that does, thank, thank you as well. You. 
Well, you know what? What? What do we got next? It's clot-worthy time. Clot-worthy moment. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, I think we first need to talk about... What one? Yeah. Well, um, I forgot to look, but... Did you? Well, I know that's it, really sad. I, okay, let me let me look real quick. Because stall. I looked. Can you stall? I you already know. Stalling. Okay, so I I'm looking now. <laughs> okay, that's good. So the clotworthy moments were the eye of the storm or dynamite, right? Yep. All right. So which one won? The eye of the swamp. Could Marty Lagina have just identified a link? between the mysterious anomaly at the apex of the triangle-shaped swamp and the ancient symbol of the all-seeing eye. The eye of the swamp. <laughs> I was going to say it Sorry, again. Sorry, <laughs> it was on repeat. Got a little excited there. I did get excited. Okay, so the eye of the swamp. I said the eye of the storm. My bad. You did, which is very failing. Eh, sometimes you can't be perfect every time, all the time, so... <laughs> Yes, that's a good one. I was a little bummed that the dynamite lost. Yeah, it was a landslide on Twitter and on Facebook. Yeah, it just means they're all very tired of my dynamite. That's okay. You can do it every once in a while. Maybe once a show instead of like seven times a show, okay? Well, if you would not say so as many times or boom, that would help me. I'm going to say B-O-O-M now. Okay. You're you're, not, are you just gonna spell things? <clears throat> now? You're not. You're not gonna like spell out goes the dynamite. So it's all good. I could, but that would be really annoying. Yeah. So that was a fun clot-worthy moment. Thanks to everybody that participated. Mm-hmm. So what is? What are the choices this week for a clot-worthy moment? Okay, you ready for the first one? Yes. Uh. A line, one that leads directly from the U-shaped structure and the stone box drain through a possible tunnel and all the way up to the money pit area. I love it. A line? Okay, why didn't he say Billy's Wall? Um, I don't know. It annoyed me, but I figured it was the closest thing I had to a clot-worthy moment being Billy's Wall. Oh my gosh, I should have said Billy's Wall. But no, that was a good one. I love that one. Yes, and we got a whole new animation out of it mm-hmm. that I loved where we saw a line. That was fun. And I've never heard anybody be so excited about a straight line. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, um, so that's a good choice. What is the next You ready choice? for the next one? Yes. 13 branches. Oh, that was that it? That was it. 13 branches? Yeah, he was really stoked about those 13 <laughs> branches. So was Marty. And so was Marty. And a lot of people were like, can we count on Oak Island? How does math work? <laughs> Did you count those branches yourself? Yes. I thought there was 13 on one side and like 12 on the other. I got 13 and 13. Okay. Which is 26. <laughs> Good. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, fun. And that is I know cool. it's shorter than you like. Yeah, I don't like the clot where the moments are like two words. That's pretty lame. But, I but mean, that's, that's... they might like it, all of the listeners. So, listeners, if you like that, vote for it. And how do they vote for it? They can find us on Twitter. Just go ahead and look up Oak Island Pod. Mm-hmm. That's the handle on Twitter. At Oak Island Pod, yes. Yes. And you can also find us on Facebook. Wow. Not Faceback. Uh, <laughs> at Oak Island Podcast. That's how yes. you vote. I will try again this time to figure out the YouTube voting because I failed epically. Failed. And I like 
was pointing to something at the top here and was like, here, vote here. And now I'm doing it again. Try to vote there. Try to vote there. If, if I can figure YouTube. it out, you know, learning all that technology mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so that's where you can vote. That is where you can vote. So please do. And how else do they find us? Yes. How else do they find us? Or wait, we do re reviews, right? Well, yeah. Or that works. Let's do reviews. Okay. okay. All right. We are doing two reviews. Two. We're doing one from Facebook. Okay. And then we're going to do one from Twitter. Oh. And Twitter doesn't really give you reviews, but we had a review. So. Okay. Okay. So we have Reggie W. Reggie. On Facebook. And yes. he is a patron. What up, Reggie? What up, Reggie? Yeah, Reggie, I'm sorry that I haven't got back to you because he's messaged me a few times over the past couple of days. And we've just been busy with Thanksgiving, with... You know, right. our other Oak Island stuff, our kids. Mm -hmm. So, Reggie, I'm sorry, but thank you so much for this review, okay? It says, could it be? <laughs> That's always the best place to start, right? Right. Okay. Could it be the best place to be entertained and informed about what's going on on the Oak Island world? Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank so, you, Reggie. Reggie, that was awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. You ready to hear the Twitter one? Oh, I think I know what you're up to, okay. but go ahead. So the Twitter review says, this is from, they call me Danger. Okay. Danger, danger. Yeah. If you love Oak Island, give at Oak Island Pod a watch slash listen. Dustin is hilarious, and Deidre is a total babe. They're a fun, informative listen. Hashtag Oak Island Cursors. Okay, this has stirred up some conversation at our house lately. <laughs> Yeah, because, I, I'm definitely the funny one. Because he seems to think now that he's the funny one. Mm -hmm. And what are you? And I, I'm a babe and you're a troll. So <laughs> that's fine with me. Out of here. Hey, I got the babe. You know what I'm saying? Babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> I got you, babe. Oh, yeah, but man, I was bummed you got the funny one. Yeah, but you got babe so yeah so i just said having, you're not a babe yeah it's weird having a dude call my wife a babe but you know i can't deny it so <laughs> i mean you know, it is what it is right but he replied back saying we were both awesome well yeah duh yeah because he means i'm hilarious too okay so maybe he thought you're hilarious as well but i mean he, he can't use that twice and so he had to think of something else i don't know you tell me. Babe. I'm hilarious to and, me. And a total babe, according to They Call Me Danger. <laughs> so, and according to you? And, yes, definitely according to me. Or else I probably wouldn't have married you. Actually, it's not. <laughs> you're not all looks, though. Oh, you best get you, you out a, of here. You got a nice brain, too, or something like that. <laughs> or something like that. Should have just been like, you have a nice brain. Yeah. I've been exercising my brain. Thank you. Good job. I'm proud of you. Thanks. So those are our reviews. If you want to leave us a review, they help out a ton. They do. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Five stars, please. If not, let us know like what what's missing or what you want to see. You know, we take that constructive feedback mm -hmm. really well. Yeah, we do. And we try to make changes if we need to. So mm -hmm. let us know what what you're thinking and uh, helpful feedback. Yeah, those please. five star reviews go a long way. Like if you can't contribute monetarily like through patreon or something mm -hmm. those go a long way to get us noticed by other people 
And make our hearts warm. They do make our hearts warm. And we could really use some more Apple Podcast reviews. Yeah, I think we're out of one. Like, I think I've ones. read them all. Yeah. Yeah. So please go and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that we have something to read next week. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook's good too. And if you just want to give us a nice comment some other way, go for it. Yeah. You guys are really fantastic. I yeah. can't say it enough how thankful I am for our listeners. They're always so supportive and mm -hmm. they cheer us on. They sure do. And thank you. You guys are awesome. You guys are fantiferific. Well, you know what, fantiferific people? What? There's another way to get a hold of us. What's that? We already told them about Facebook. We already mm -hmm. told them about Twitter. Well, on Instagram, we are at Oak Island Podcast. Yes. You can also email us at Oak Island Podcast at yes. gmail.com. Yep. And guess what? What? We finally got our voicemail set up. Yes. And somebody called and left a message. <gasps> but it was like blank. So they might have been uh -oh. on mute. Oh. I don't know. Maybe I should go in and make sure. That... Maybe maybe I just don't know how to use the app. And No, because we've received voicemails with messages before. So maybe it was on mute. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a 20-second long message. So, mm. So if that was you, really sorry. I wish we and can, do it again. I wish we can hear you, but we weren't able to hear you. So if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, 360-836-4549. And we'll listen to it. Yes, we may <laughs> share. We may part share of it. portions of it or the whole thing. If you say something nice, that would be great. If you say something mean, we'll probably just keep it to ourselves, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll just keep it in our souls. No, you keep it in your soul. I'll just, I'll just let it go off my shoulder if it's me. And I, mean Why comments is and stuff it don't off really of your shoulder, but it's in my soul? Because you just said that it would go into your soul. I didn't say that. So uh, that's something that will happen to you, Is your soul you, on me. your shoulder? No, it rolls off my shoulder. Like the bad comments, I don't focus on negative stuff. I don't keep it with me. I throw it away. Don't throw it away. It. In hey, the you, should throw, you should throw it away too. If you got negative stuff at you, you don't need that in your life. Don't keep it in your soul. Yeah. So my next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be a motivational speaker. Right? And you're going to tell people to let it roll off yeah, their shoulder. You and, don't need that negativity, everybody. And just To get whoosh. rid of their soul? No. Anything negative and bad in their lives. They don't need it. That's get a really of. short like, motivational yeah, speech. Yeah, that's my speech. Hey, I'm done. If you have negative stuff, get rid of it. Yeah, boom. Just B-O-O-M. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then that's what you'll do. You'll just drop the mic and walk off stage. Yeah. So if you're done. looking for a motivational speaker, we are now hiring Dustin out. Just leave us a voicemail at uh, blah, blah, blah. That, uh, that number. That yeah. 360 number. If anything, you should call it just so you can hear our new recording. Yeah, it's good. Like, it, we, we made a fun recording. It's pretty spot on. It's pretty... Us. Us. That there is the go. best way to put yeah. it. Yeah. So do we have anything else we need to touch on tonight? We do want to apologize. We were intending to get this podcast out a little bit earlier, but it didn't yes. happen because of holidays. Yeah. You and I'm were... not talking about the sauce. That's hollandaise. I know. That stuff is so good. Blech, yuck. Have you even tried it? No. No, because you don't <laughs> try new things. I like what I like. <laughs> I like you. Babe. Babe. I got you, babe. All right. Anything else? I got nothing. All right. I think we're good. And you guys... Brock. You guys are awesome. Oak Island Pod... Or no, no. Uh, 
Did you did you give the email address? Oakislandpodcast at gmail dot com. I sure did. Good. Okay. I gave all the things. Good. Good job. Sometimes I don't pay attention. Even when you're here talking to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Well, thank you for hanging out and spending your time with us. So until next time. Could it be? This is the key. I would like to say it's obviously there. I know the time frame. I know what I'm looking for. It just makes sense to me. This is the entrance. You gotta pierce it. You gotta dig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but just get right in there and let's tear this earth up and <laughs> dig it up, you know?